Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 23 of the Wrestling Journal podcast, the real Wrestling Journal podcast, brought to you by WrestleBuzz, at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, at WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter. It is I, Joseph Crush, with all the boys. We were worried here. We were going to get all three of us, or all four of us here today, but uh, we made it happen. Nicky Noodles. What's up, Joey? It's always nice to have the band together. Yeah, always. It's tough. We were on a tight schedule here, but we make it happen. <laughs> Um, NJ3, what's going on, buddy? Good morning and happy shower day to your wife. Mm-hmm. Happy shower day. Right the party. Right. Can't wait. Drink beers, open presents. Tabs, on, tabs <laughs> on crush. Tabs on crush. We're going to take full advantage of that, too. And then we're going to let that wild be known. I hope I haven't so. Had a, I haven't had like a McAllen 12 year age in a long time. Mm. So I think it might be time to break open a bottle. I think I'm just going to stick with the, it. Stick the bottled beer here. Um, <laughs> Bad news, Tom Canale. What's going on, buddy? Morning, boys. I fucked that other guy. That's bullshit. <laughs> what a hose job. Should we talk I mean, about it? We I have, mean, you got to give, you gotta to. give, you gotta give to. a quick, give there's a quick a, couple um, minutes. There's a, uh, we just came across another wrestling journal podcast. An imposter. An imposter. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope. Fake Kane, if you will. He's like, uh, no, he's like the fake Razor Ramon. When he there, came you out. there you go. There you go. Um. <laughs> I don't want to talk too much trash because karma is real, I believe. And uh, I just hope he understands that he just crossed the line he didn't want to. That maybe he didn't realize he crossed. But just when you, when you, when you search Wrestling Journal Podcast, look for the logo. Make sure it's us. Don't click that other fucking J, bro. That's all There's only say. one. There's only There's one. There's only one. Um, also, we are officially on... Amazon Music, if you weren't aware, and Google Podcast and Stitcher, and as you knew prior, Apple Podcast and Spotify. Um, just check us out on all these platforms. Basically, anywhere you can download a podcast, we will be there for you. Um, Apple Podcasts, I can't iterate it enough. Leave, uh, if you can, leave a five star rating or whatever rating you think we deserve, and a uh, write a review for us. So, helps us out, gets us uh, noticed. Uh, like I said, we are hitting personal records week by week we're doing great uh we should appreciate everyone for downloading and listening to us a bunch of jaybrones talking about wrestling week by week so it's much appreciated that's what we do that's what we do um unfortunate news this week uh the passing of animal of legion of doom road warrior animal uh joe Laurinaitis. uh i arguably i could say one of the greatest tag teams if not the greatest tag team of all time depends on how you look at it um but definitely one of the greatest uh, I just want to give our condolences to the family, and uh, it sucks, man. You're losing a legend like that, a Hall of Famer. Uh, Hawk was, uh, I'm not sure the exact day, but he was a few, uh, some years back, but now uh, they can ride off together and beat the shit out of people up and up top, you know what I mean? So uh, shout out to uh, Legion of Doom, Road War Animal. Uh, truly missed, truly missed. Uh, into wrestling this week, boys. Oof. Monday Night Raw. Okay, how, I mean, do we start off Raw every week with that? With that oof? 
Um, <laughs> it's been like it. <laughs> Listen, we got Retribution. We got him. We have names now. Unfortunately, it, have names. It is with it. Give me some names. We have uh, Dijakovic as T-Bar. Uh. Shane Thorne <laughs> as Slapjack. And maybe the only feasible one, Dio Madden as Mace. Like the rapper? Isn't uh it's with a C, so I'm thinking spelled differently though. It's with uh, it's like the spray. Pepper spray. Pepper spray. Gotcha. And he doesn't doesn't have the ladies, I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) We we could also confirm Mia Yim is reckoning. And I'm still waiting on Mercedes Martinez. I'm not sure if anyone has her name yet, but officially I thought I read it was Shatter. Or I thought that was the 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 thought it would be is shatter. Maybe that went. I think they got mixed because that doesn't. I don't. Maybe it could still be there. I I saw possibly another one with an R, reckoning, and like something else, rebellion or something like that. Um, I don't know what to think about this. Uh, Unfortunately, I was very disappointed. Their look is their masks are very questionable. I like Slapjack's mask. I kind of dig that, but like that's about it. Um. They made their presence known on Raw, cutting promos. We, you could see who me was from a mile away, mm-hmm. and the mess didn't help yeah. whatsoever. Um, Noodles, I just need your opinion on this, man. What, uh, how'd you feel about this? I can, I mean, I guess I'm with everybody. I think we're all a little disappointed, right? I mean, they were doing a great job of, um, you know, hyping it up and, and doing what they were doing with it, um, and to give that type of presentation in the debut was, I would say, lackluster and, and pretty pretty um, large letdown. There's no question about it. I was almost got to the point where I, when I saw it and what was going on, I was on the verge of changing the channel. Like, that's how bad it was. Yeah. It was such a major disappointment. And it's just like the same thing over and over again with the, uh, you know, they get good hype behind things and they just always find a way to, like, just do something to screw it up. And it seems to me, and I, I don't want I hope this isn't the case, but it's almost like I feel like it's dead before it even started. Mm-hmm. Just, just by just bringing them out to the table the way they did. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, a lot of people are calling for it to be cut off already. Um, I know we always say here, uh, let it fester and see what happens. That's a big sometimes thing you, for us. You, you, don't, you can't recover sometimes with, with yeah. something that bad. Um, one thing, one positive that I've been noticing, over, at least definitely yesterday and then maybe the day before, is their presence on social media has been arguably pretty decent. And their uh, T-Bar especially is very vocal against, like, all the dirt sheets and, like, talking to them, which is cool. I could dig that. Uh, I'm, I, this is one thing I want to go round table with NJ three, just for you, maybe question this to you is, is after what you saw on Monday, can a presence on social media and maybe trying to get like some sort of cult following, can this like maybe bring you back to wanting to see them on TV or wanting this to further along? Can well, anything, can not- anything save this basically? Well, I'm not a doctor, but when I called this one, it was 9.01, Monday evening, time of death, retribution. (laughs) So with that being said, um, all jokes aside, I think they have no choice but to try. They've invested a lot of time, effort, broken equipment, glass, blowing up of stuff. Mm. They they have no choice to try. I've seen some stuff that I think you said T-Bar was doing on social media. He turned off his comments. Right, and the reason why he turned off his comments because he wants you to retweet his post and talk about it. Yeah, um, you got to give him and them at least a little bit of a shot of them trying to tell a little bit more of the story. 
I, I can't blame the five of them. No. This, no, no. This no, ain't their fault. All. No, no. They're all. they're now trying to fix what they were given. And if you guys think back to the new day, that crashed and burned. And that was terrible. But they turned heel, they stuck with it, and they eventually became what the, the group is today. I do hope that as they go week by week and they kind of see the reaction and, and, and hear what's kind of going on, they kind of allow them to evolve and maybe do more, take the masks off, be like, I don't know. Like, I just think that the nicknames are hard. Like, you know, it, it must be a very gimmicky 80s nickname. All right, what's the match tonight? Drew McIntyre versus Slapjack. Yeah, what? That's pretty yeah. bad. That's am I in the bad. 2020s or am I in 1990? Like, what, yeah. what are we doing here? Yeah. But I got to give them credit. They're trying. You know, I, I got a question for you guys yeah. and all you guys could hop in on this, but do you think it would have been way more effective if they just let them like come out at a more of a pay-per-view situation and just continue to beat down with the reveal and not do the promos and not do the talking? I think that hurt it even more. And then to finish off the, the night with a disqualification was like the final nail in the coffin, in my opinion. That wasn't a chance to obviously fix all that presentation with a dominant victory over the hurt business or of some sort to end in a DQ. It was ludicrous, in my opinion. It's easy, yeah. it's easy writing. It's sloppy writing. Yeah, yeah. They gave yeah. that gave them no no impact, no uh, no believability, in my personal opinion, with the way they did it. And then you have a DQ end with a guy in the match punching somebody else. It's yeah, absurd. That, yeah, it was weird. Beat him it's, down with a chair or something. <clears throat> yeah. It's it's they're the victim of what Jersey likes to say. What's what's the saying? Slap, lazy, lazy lazy booking. booking. And yeah. uh, whatever the other time, it's one of the episodes we had. Um, it sucks, man. I mean, I don't know what to say. Like, it just they're the victim of it. It's it's not. We can't blame the the talent. We have to let them deal with what they are are dealt. Uh, just real quick, Tom. I mean, no, we kind of hit everything here. But just, what do you think on a? No, I mean, when I when I first saw it hit, I mean, because they first came out when Raw started, and I'm like, I text all you guys. I'm like, oh my god, the yeah. memes are gonna. <laughs> I remember the that. Memes that are gonna come out of this. <laughs> are going to be amazing. And sure enough, within five minutes, you know, people are saying, oh, my God, Bane from Batman is on Raw now and all this shit. So it was just like we knew, it knew right there was going to be a disaster. But like we said, let them play through it. You know, hopefully they can bounce back. But that debut was just not that good. So that's the, Hopefully. Just when, you, just when you think it can't get any worse, man, they just find a way to just do it time and time Exactly, again. yeah. So there's a lot of questions on Raw this week. Uh one I'll go directly to uh, our professional NJ3 here with. Um, I just want your thoughts on how Peyton and Billy Royce, uh, Peyton and Billy Kay are back together now. Well, they're not back together. Well, you can support your friend <laughs> and not be together. All right. That, there's a loophole in that, Joey. Didn't right? we think, why wouldn't that be the first thought? Yeah. It should have always been. You know what? This should have never happened. Let's yeah. actually backtrack. This should never have happened. We've said it before. Many tag teams go down individual paths. You can fake a Billy Kay injury if you want to give Peyton Royce a run and have her be the manager. You can write Billy off of TV for a little bit and have Peyton Royce chase whoever wrote her off TV. You have definitely many options. Again, what they did is they backtracked on getting negative publicity and negative reactions on the breakup of them there was no reason to do it there was no build-up to it it made no sense it just was a some trying to do a shock value that's shock me that pisses me off yeah you had a true tag team you broke it up and look she did this week she's supporting her friend i support i support noodles all the time you know (laughs) he ain't my friend 
<laughs> I just think it's crazy how they could make such a drastic change to a team and then that's what they do, Joey. Their 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 calves must be killing them from all that backtracking they're doing. Hammies yeah. must be tight. Crazy. A lot of lack of water. A lot of yeah. lack of water. Start calling it WWE noodles. <laughs> <laughs> Wet noodles. De- Wet noodles. De- dehydration. Dehydration. <laughs> um, Tom, we talked about it briefly when I was over when I saw you at the house. Uh, Raw Underground was pretty interesting this week. Um, actually, I enjoyed it for yeah, the first time. Too. I think yeah. I was actually uh, happy with what I saw. I think it was like the the uh, the positive moment for me on Raw this week. Um, where are you at with Raw Underground currently? Are, you, are we still looking for answers like on, on why it's why it's happening? And but I mean I don't know. I'm just I'm curious to see like where what your thoughts are on currently on Raw Underground. No man, I mean I'm enjoying it. I mean like I said, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm enjoying it. I mean the whole Braun you know Davo Cato thing. I was really looking forward to that. Yeah. I, mean, I, I thought that. I mean even though you know Braun destroyed him in what like a minute or whatever. You know, but I mean it was pretty cool. And all the other matches, I thought, you know, like you said, I thought it was the best part of Raw. It really did. Yeah, I thought um, Dolph versus uh, Arturo Ro- Ruas was actually pretty good. I don't know if you guys caught that. I'd, I'd like a correction. That's Eddie Gordo from Tekken 7. Yeah, right. If you're not, yeah. if you, that's who that is. Okay, so let's, I'm sorry, Tom, but I had a yeah, correct, no, Joey. No. Yeah, he Eddie looked, Gordo. He, he looked yeah. like him, uh, the guy from Street Fighter or whatever it is, Tekken. Um <laughs> I don't know. I actually enjoyed Raw Underground. I, we st- I still don't know what's going to come out of it. It's just there to give guys a different look and more time on uh, on Raw. I don't know. I think uh, this week's episode or whatever viewing of it was pretty good. And then um, Shane McMahon was on uh, After the Bell, Corey Graves' podcast. And you could just tell, like, he's just winging it. Like, he's kind of just going with the flow. He has, like, most of the creative control behind it. And... Uh, he thinks I, he's pretty happy with it because obviously we know he went that background of trying to start like MMA and like do the whole deal, and I guess this is what he kind of has to like deal with. I a quick like quick thought I had watching this. I'm like, are they gonna try to like eventually do like a an actual MMA like thing? They might. I mean, who knows? <clears throat> do you think that like I don't know? That was kind of just a random thought I had, but I felt like. Vince always wants to compete with like other companies. I feel like he'd want to try to do a UFC style actual like le- like uh, promotion, or maybe Shane would run it. I don't know. I think that'd be pretty cool. And who's the dude that's behind- that guards the door? I mean, is that guy ever gonna be in this? Because that guy's a monster. He's I mean. a ninja. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a monster. He's the ninja. I mean, he could be in there. So he's I mean. a he's a Tizawa ninja. That's right. Yeah. Good call out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I had fun with Raw on the ground this week. There was if there was something to come out of Raw positive with. Uh, it was that for me, at least. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge Shane guy myself, but uh, he's no Tyler Durgan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Very true. laughs> nice, nice club reference. I, well I'd like to see – I want to see um, uh, Marina Shafir and uh, Justin Duke a little fe- uh, featured more. I think they need a little yeah. more exposure. Can I drop something really quick? Yeah. Uh, they're being, um, I guess, moved to SmackDown. So I don't really? know if they're going to be playing in both areas, but I read this morning uh-huh. that – both of them, as well as Chelsea Green, will be on SmackDown, reported by the Heyman Hustle. That was that was false, Jersey. Was it false? Yeah. I was reading and walking the dog this morning. I know, because it was on Twitter. It was one of those, like, Fagazi accounts. Oh. I got Shane I tell you, day. they must have got me then, because I was walking the dog. I'm like, oh, look at this. I'm like, good. Adding more women to SmackDown. That's what we need. Yeah. yeah I mean, I didn't read the article. Be great, but that would be uh, 
No, yeah. Fake yeah. news. Fake wow. News. Must have been all that all that drinking with Thor last night. <clears throat> Birthday hey, celebrations. Listen, <laughs> listen, the boy had his party. He looked great. He, as he always does. Very handsome guy. Stud. Noodles. Uh, damn, we got Keith Lee again on here. I hate talking about negativity uh, with Keith Lee, but it's rough. Um, a match with Drew McIntyre, a rematch for the 15th fucking time we see this. Yep. And uh, again, a no finish with Randy Orton interfering. Um, are we are we experiencing another NXT bust on the main roster, or is this uh, just hope? Hope like, do we have wishful thinking for maybe after this is all over? Uh, I guess you can't rule it out, right? I mean, it, I guess it's very possible. It's it's been disappointing to say the least. Uh, it's been very tough booking and questionable decision making for his character development. Um, I'm not really understanding the same thing every single week. Uh, I don't like the fact that he's been a filler pretty much like a kind of transitional guy between McIntyre and Orton. Um, You know, he was such a huge guy down in NXT and to see him, you know, lose so much steam and uh, he he don't deserve this in any way. Um, They start, they may have started him off too high and now he's going to settle back down and every settlement that he's going to do at this point is going to be a bit of a disappointment. Um, I feel like he's probably the first challenger in line for whoever wins the title between Orton and McIntyre on Sunday. But, I mean, I just can't see him beating either one of them. So I think it could be a major letdown just because he started off way too high. Yeah, sometimes even though we we think they deserve it, they I feel like anyone that's brought up should be just pushed properly. Not and it's right again, it's not all his fault. No, it's not, it's not. you know, but it's uh, you know, he's doing the best he can. But they've changed so much about him. All the stuff that made him great to where he was, they've altered so much, and you know, they kind of made him really not important with what's going on right now. And that's that's yeah. that sucks. It does suck. Um, I hope that he isn't the victim of uh, a hard push from the beginning and then used as a, a ploy in a, in a feud that, I don't know, it's just very frustrating to see him not get any type of finish. And I know he said from the beginning, I'm on Raw, I'm main eventing with Randy Orton. With for Drew sure, it's, there's, there's a lot of validity with that, for sure. And it is impressive. Yeah. But at some point, though, the results – if the results aren't there, you know, people lose interest pretty quickly, especially yeah. in today's uh, world of major wrestling exposure. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. Um, we have a, an early uh, listener question of the week, just because we were talking about <clears throat> retribution. This one comes from a uh, longtime supporter, Joe Ford. Shout out to Joe Ford. Um, he wants to know what our retribution name would be. <laughs> and, uh, there is a lot of uh, generators out there online going around, like your birthday <laughs> month and your birthday, whatever it is. Um, Tom, do you have any uh, anything set for your retribution? What your retribution name would be? Uh, <laughs> I was gonna go because of the mask they're wearing. I was just gonna go simply with Bane. You know, so. <laughs> that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that works. So yeah. And you're you, you are a big Batman fan, right? Yeah, so I figured yeah, that. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Noodles. What about you? What do you got? Uh, I'm thinking something like payback or something like that. Okay. Payback's yeah. cool. Corny, but cool. I like it. That's what you, the route <laughs> we're supposed to do over here. And J3. I, wait, let me give you, I think I know what yours is. Sure. Floyd. Nice. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't follow the theme of the retribution names. If they're supposed to be something in a specific theme, I'm like trying to figure either. out me either. like T bar, slapjack, mace, <laughs> Reckoning. Oh, Diddy. God. Diddy. <laughs> I don't know, wrench. Wrench. <laughs> like, I don't, I, you know what I mean? It's a great question. It just, I, I just, I yeah. don't, I, I, I think it's just so bad. I really do. I, I just think it's really bad. 
Mine would be um, Ice Pick. Oh, okay. Nah, I fucking know. I have no idea. I, I was thinking more along the lines of vengeance to you, Joey. Vengeance. Would be vengeance. A nice name for you. <laughs> or or hair. Just, just straight up hair. <laughs> I don't know. Weird. It's fun. Uh thanks for Joe Four for the question. I uh, always appreciate it. Um listen, guys. Wednesday nights was which is interesting this week. Uh the professional is here to take us into the uh the Wednesday night wars. Jersey, what do you got for us here? Well, I mean, they wanted to throw an extra hour at me this week. So they were slick with that little late night dynamite one hour and then also giving us dynamite the next day for two hours. So it was um, it was a nice five-hour block of Tuesday into Wednesday wrestling. Yes, sir. We're going to start with AEW. And as always, Jericho was on commentary for the late night dynamite, which – we appreciate very much at the uh, Wrestling Journal podcast, the only Wrestling Journal podcast in the United States of America. Um, That's true. You know what I liked? You know what I liked about um, at least Tuesday night, late night Dynamite. They give us wrestling matches. They put the fluff away. They gave us some wrestling matches. They let it. They let the wrestlers do the talking for the show, and they didn't give us that extra nonsense of everything kind of go on. It's just like a very well run good show so starting off we had ben carter and scorpio sky joey i don't know how familiar you are with them but um both very good wrestlers did you happen to get a chance to actually watch the match through yeah so funny funny story i work uh a three to twelve shift on the east coast and i heard about uh late night dynamite relatively late no pun intended and i was aware that it was gonna be on at 10 p.m so I get home and it's still not on yet. And I'm like, "Whoa, what's going on? So then I heard like that something happened with the basketball schedule and I guess something, it ran late. So it came on at like 1230, got home and was able to watch the whole thing through live. But uh, seeing Ben, Car- uh, ben F- Carter, right? Ben Carter. For, for the first time, absolutely impressed. Impressed. Yeah. He's a fucking stud. Mm. Um, Scorpio Scott, we know, is a legit, a legit uh, athlete and competitor in AEW. Uh, the match was phenomenal. I felt a very TNT championship vibe because of yeah. like just the way they worked and what that title should stand for. And we'll get to that obviously later in our, in the segment, but I just, I loved everything about it. And I feel like a, a nice wrestling fan, like you would enjoy that kind of match. Yeah, it was definitely, I got like, uh, I don't want to say compare him to him. I got like Will Ospreay vibes from him. He was very energetic and like very athletic and very hard hitting. It was, it was good. It was a good uh, showing. I know he's been around on dark AEW dark for a little bit, I haven't caught him yet, so this is my first time seeing him, and I was thoroughly impressed. Uh, bad news, though. He just got hit with COVID, so that sucks. Um, well, yeah. yeah. You, you show up, and you take two weeks yeah. off. Yep. Yeah. Not, Not a vacation. vacation. <laughs> and yeah. fr- from what I was seeing on Twitter, apparently he was trending uh, more, like a, a higher rank than the actual show was on on Twitter, so that's pretty cool for him. Well, see, that's what can happen if yeah. you – do what you're supposed to do, which is wrestle and be a good wrestler. You can actually trend higher than the show. It should happen on Raw every week. It should. Um, the Hurt Business should trend higher than Raw every single week. But we're in a, we're in Wednesday night, and I just yeah. want to throw that out yeah. there. Um, I know Nick's a big fan of the ladies, and we got Brandy Rhodes and Anna Jay. Mm. And um, to be honest, not bad. I know that we've been asking for more women's wrestling, and I think they've been trying to give us a little bit more women's wrestling. Um, I know Nick has actually recently got the tattoo to match Cody of um, to be one of the, part of the nightmare family. So Nick, I want to ask you, 
Do you like seeing um, Brandy and Anna Jay um, do their thing and try to kind of build more of the women's division? Um, are you happy with Anna Jay getting the win and kind of building up her stock a little bit more, being in the dark order? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the right call there. I mean, Brandy's Brandy. You know what I mean? She's great for what she does. And, you know, she's already got the name and the star power there, per se. But it's more important for Anna Jay to get the win um, and really be a main star player in the women's division. Right? I think they need to give – obviously, clear as day, they need to give them more time and more opportunities. Uh, it seems like every time they do put a match on, it's pretty short. They don't really get a chance to tell the story. So to take it to the next level, they got to start, you know, making some names with some people. And uh, I guess it was a decent start with those two. So yeah, no, and I, you know what, I was actually pleasantly surprised, and I was like, you know what, yeah, it wasn't bad at all. It wasn't bad at all. Good. That's what I want to see. I want to see them. You got to give them a chance, right? If you want to see them fall flat on their face, you want to see them actually thrive. Got to give them a chance. And if you want to build stars, Anna J is the perfect way to go. Listen, at the end of the day, they got to work with what they got, right? So, and you have in this stage of the game, everyone needs women's wrestling. So. Um, they all have the ability to do so, and hopefully, uh, you know, they can grow and evolve and get there. Yeah. Tommy, main event time, we had Evan Bourne and Ty Dillinger. I mean, I'm sorry, Matt Seidel and Sean Spears. Um, honestly, I thought a really good main event. I've been, I was pleasantly surprised with the, with the whole hour show. Really good main event. Um, at least they let Matt Seidel make up for his – turnbuckle slip oh, in the casino match. battle yeah. royal because that was that was tough to watch yeah. and he just slipped and fell off that thing and what's funny yeah, is that he actually tough. during the match paid out to it he wiped down the turnbuckle before he jumped off it so that was pretty kind of funny to, to see him actually make you know make reference to it in his match yeah. you gotta blame you gotta blame humidity on that right being outside it had to be fun. sure yeah. Yeah, yeah no i don't yeah, blame him sure, yeah. no no yeah no i don't blame him it happens no, to the best but, of them yeah yeah no like as a good wrestler we've seen him for yeah. many many years um but all in all, a really good match. And I love that they're building um, Sean Spears as a top heel and hopefully a faction to be, as we've been calling out for weeks. Tommy, take us through. This is your boy, Sean yeah, Spears. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a good, you know, good match between the two of them. And like you said, hopefully this leads – I mean, I'm surprised he hasn't joined with Tully and, you know, FTR. I mean, I'm surprised he's not in that faction yet. You know, being that he was – Tully was his manager for so long. So, I mean – but and no, they're keeping like, them separate, which is weird, but because Tully's yeah. back in both, but yeah, I just yeah, I'm, I'm surprised he's not in that group yet. I mean, like you said, we want like a full horseman. I think that dude would be perfect. You know, throw him in there. I think that those that whole team would be awesome. But like I said, I said, good match, and hopefully this leads to bigger things for him down the road. I really do too, because um, I did like him what he did in WWE, and I think he yeah. could do something good over there. He, I like his character and what he's doing. Just has to do it more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he needs a chance. I mean, every time we're like, oh, we think he's going to end name. I don't know. I don't know. They drop the ball, whoever drops the ball, but it just seems to happen with him, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, hey, that was Tuesday. Let's talk about Wednesday. All right. We had the debut of not your best man, not Kip's best man, the best man, best man. Miro in a tag match against Joey Janela and, and Joey's boy, Poor girl, the concrete kiss, Sunny Rose. Joey, Sunny Rose, Mira, Sunny Kiss. Yeah, you said Sunny Rose. Whatever. Sorry. Well, the concrete Rose, Sunny oh, Kiss. Yes. <laughs> all right, it's a little bit hard to keep up with all their personas. They have a lot of names. Jericho goes by now the 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 million the million viewer man, the demo god, Les Champion. I mean, it just it keeps going and going. It's a T-shirt but, company, dude. Come on, guys. You know, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess it, I guess so. But Joey, Miro's debut. 
I mean, he looked strong. He looked big. He looked fun. He literally had a good time. Did you have fun? Uh, I didn't, unfortunately. Okay. I was, I, he looks great. And uh, it's just the match looks sloppy to me. I think when you get caught up in like, uh, when you, I don't know. I don't know if it was ring rust from, from not being in the ring for too long. It wasn't his fault, but it was a lot of mishaps in the match uh, that I wasn't really happy with. And I'm, maybe I'm being too critical, but I love Rusev Ramiro. So I want him to like do the best he can. But there's a lot of it looked like a lot of confusion and a lot of uh I don't know. It looked it looked off to me. And I think the angle that he's put in right now is good for like him and Kip and Penelope Ford. I just didn't I don't I don't know. Joey Janelle and Sonny Kiss aren't really I don't know. I just get like weird vibes with them. I'm not really feeling them. So like I just the match itself was just like off to me. Um I thought Miro got hurt for a second with his ankle. It yeah. did look like it. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Off. he looked fine at the end. Yeah. So I don't know if anything happened, but I don't know. He, I, one thing that really bugged me <clears throat> is his entrance was Rusev. His finishers yeah. were yeah. Rusev. Well, did yeah. you hear? Did you hear Jr. call it the accolade? By yeah. the way, yeah. Everything he did was Rusev. Rusev. So yeah. we can talk about this ad nauseum. We, I'm going to go back to Sean Spears. This guy was a great a great hand uh, he which people hate being called that but he was a good wrestler in WWE treated as a mid carter he is currently doing the same fucking thing in AEW yeah. Rusev what i want to know i guess besides not being heavyweight champion what he got unless they're like taking jabs he got put in an angle with as i guess they're call, i guess they're kind of like playing off that like the best man like they're playing off the whole wedding thing in WWE but like i just do like you're going to come over and just do something different. Ambrose still comes out from the crowd, or Moxley, uh, Luke Har- Ben uh, Ben. Uh, what's fucking Brody Lee? Brody Lee does, does the <laughs> same. Uh, he doesn't do the same thing. He's a different like persona. That's what like do something like that. Like go that route. Don't come over and say you want to be treated differently, but do the same fucking thing. I don't know. I just like bugs me that like I guess it's the first time and maybe it's just like a one off thing. But he literally came out, did his same entrance jump and did the same machka kick did the accolade like give me something different man and when when they tried doing something different it didn't work out because he was trying to do like be on the receiving end of like high spots from like janela and whatever and it looked like it was just very sloppy i don't know yeah he dropped Jan- he dropped it was he dropped janela on the outside yeah like janela jumped on but Jan- i think janela slipped whatever i don't want yeah, to be yeah. too critical of the match i just wasn't happy with like the presentation i feel like i got the same person that i saw in wwe but you want to be treated differently and then you go over but that's what they all yeah. do joe that's yeah. that's yeah. that's the part that's so frustrating is because they all they always blame they blame Vince. They blame uh, the, the, you know, the big bad wolf of uh, WWE that for all the faults of all their problems, but they don't do anything outside the box. They don't try. It's all the same stuff. And if you think people he had new ring gear, then, he had new ring gear. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> him, him, him wrestling Cisco ain't doing anything for me. Uh, <laughs> nicely said. Nicely said. All right. Hey, listen. You know what? It wasn't the cleanest debut for sure. Um, hopefully, better to come. But you know we are Miro fans here at the channel, so yes, we are sure. hoping that. Um, I just want what's best for him. I don't want. To, I'm not knocking him. It's not no, his agreed. fault. Agreed. No, agreed. Just, yeah. I don't want to see. But he is the one see... wrestling at the end of the day. So he's the one. Yeah. He has part in building that match out. Yeah. So he needs to make sure that he differentiates himself from the Rusev character if you want to be something different and not just blonde, dye your hair blonde and put on new shorts. It's just yeah. so funny though because all these guys complain about being mid carders and never getting pushed in WWE, and then they go in AEW, and you're below that. 
<laughs> your mid card is there with no talent around. It does. It's mind. It could also me. it could also be like a backstage feel too. Like I, I heard like the, the the feeling backstage is definitely different from when you're at WWE. So like, well, I'm sure it's could, a lot more relaxed. That could be it too. But yeah. Still. yeah. Uh, so maybe it's not all about like how what we the presentation on TV. It's so like Sean Spears got treated is booked the same way in AEW as he was in WWE, but maybe it was just a better feeling at AEW than it was. I guess, but of, I'm sure the paycheck ain't the same. I don't know. Well, from being from from zero to making some money because he did get let go, right? Well, so, at that point, yeah, right. Then, yeah. then it wasn't he, he wasn't he one of the ones that ones that got let go. I don't yeah, know. Or, ago, no, did he leave yeah. on his own? But he wanted to let get let go too, so yeah. there was no no real That's true. Uh, you know real think about, there. We could also think I don't want to talk about this too long. Think about how bad it would be that you want to leave that and leave your wife there. Like that's like a thing. Yeah. Like you, you get to work and travel with your wife and then you leave. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. It might I don't know and how bad not, it that's not just any ordinary looking woman either. No. <laughs> we know that though. We know that. Right, but so. hey, moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Um Nick's boy, Orange Cassidy, took on Mr. Brody Lee, the exalted one, for the TNT championship. Um, Nick, do you think, first of all, Brody Lee ended up winning, but do you think that this was a good move for Orange post-Jericho? Um, how did you like the match? For me, it looked like Brody Lee dominated majority of the match, and then Orange made his comeback at the yeah, end. He had, his, he had his moments and things yeah. like that. Um, how do you feel about him losing – but looking in that match, and do you think it was the right way to go? I think it's really – he was in a no-win situation there, going from, going from their best star-powered guy in Jericho, and then anything that Cassidy would be doing at that point would be obviously a letdown, you know? And at the same time, they have to build Brody Lee to, you know, to be a worthy champion and, and to build up the Dark Order and all the things that they're trying to accomplish there. So he was really in a no-win position, in my personal opinion. You know, he had his little flurry. Um, Lee had to win the match, obviously. Um, but I guess all was good in their world because uh, you know the wannabe Triple H is back, so everything oh, will you, go right you, back to normal. You, you led me, you led me right into it. I was just gonna, I was just gonna say, um, in the most Triple H fashion, with the most pyro, with mm -hmm. the little little throw off entrance music video, with all the smoke, with the new hair, with the with the with the outfit, and beating up the Dark Order. This after is for one, everybody. After one, after one month vacation, yeah, that was yeah, that hey, was real, real special. Five, five weeks. Brody Lee said yeah, five, five weeks. weeks. So, and, and then, and then he got challenged to a dog collar match. So I won't be tuning into that either because I don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's pretty cool. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Cody is back, boys. Um, My word. Whether whether we like it or not, Cody is back. Uh, Tom, how are you feeling about seeing? The, I guess what the CFO, the CEO, <laughs> COO, the chairman, yeah. the chairman. Tommy, go. I'm, I'm too hot about this. Go, Tommy, go. <laughs> no, I mean, like you said, I mean, the most pyro and this and that. He says he hates Triple H, but he, he acts like Triple H and everything. You know, it's just like, I thought it was very funny. I mean, it's cool to have him back, you know, obviously, but and everything. But no, I mean, hey, you, you know, he's going to come back against Harper in the Dark Order and you know he's going to be strong and maybe have a new look because the way they all got destroyed. What was that five weeks ago? I mean, you kind of figured they were going to do maybe some sort of character change or whatever. But I mean, and he looked a little like sadistic when he was being up what number five or whatever the fuck that guy's name was. <laughs> so, put him in the figure four after he hit his leg against the post. So I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, you know, this leads to more things with him. But like you said, the more pyro, this and that, it just. Very... All he was missing was a sledgehammer and a, exactly, and a jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A very. And, I'm just so, Yeah. 
Hey, Jerris, do you think that um, um, Brody, Re- Brody Lee will be going back to irrelevancy real quick again once, once uh, Cody wins the title at the next, next event? Hey, let's, uh, let's not jump too far ahead, but, you know, I don't want to get too much my analysis. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but, uh, Joey, he's back. How do you feel? I like Cody. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't like. I, I think he. It's the middle, like a, a minor thing, but I loved his white hair too. I didn't think he needed. That. He looked weird <laughs> with the black hair. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> um, I mean, I thought he. I thought he was going to be out for longer than five weeks, <laughs> but uh, the comeback was. Uh, I mean, greater than the cool. setback. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I like Cody. He gets me jacked up when I see him. So I know Noodles has his opinion on him. He's a uh, a copier of Triple H, but. Like I said in the group chat, it's not a bad person to frame yourself after if you're going to go any route of framing yourself after anybody. I agree, but you can't, ba- you can't bash one and then try to do the same thing on, on, the, on, yeah. a, on a minor league level. What, do we even know the history with them, too? Like why he even went that route of like he's, bashing he's Triple bitter. H? He's bitter. That's why. Yeah. What? What Triple H do to him? I think he like threw the whole Stardust thing on him, and he oh. wanted to get out of that. I, that's what I think it was. I thought so. it was Stephanie, but I guess he, yeah. you can't really mock her. Whatever. Oh, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I'm happy he's back. Uh, I hope Brody doesn't lose the title, though. That's the only thing. Because <laughs> he's killing it right now. That's my boy. Hey, we will see. Big um, Dark Order fan. Shout out to the Dark Order. Shout out to Wardlow, too. What up, Wardlow? Shout out to Wardlow. <laughs> um, we were supposed to have a six-man main event, boys. And unfortunately, uh, Lance Archer came down with COVID. So something they actually paid back was Eddie Kingston never – Loot never getting eliminated from the Casino Royale battle, um, battle royale casino something match. Um, Royal Rumble. He actually Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah. He actually took on John Moxley in the main event for the AEW Championship, and I gotta say, hard hitting, mm-hmm. really hard hitting, mm-hmm. very old school, stiff worked type kind of match, and it and you can see the bruises and the chest turning red and the slap for slaps. And, the, and it was a legit fight. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously Moxley had to hold on, but uh, Nick, how do you feel about Kingston getting the shot at the title, then paying off a little storyline that they kind of had. And I guess Moxley as the still AEW champion. Well, Moxley has been great. And I actually really actually enjoyed the match. Um, I really like Eddie Kingston as well. Mm. Um, I think he's doing a really nice job. Um, I just sometimes I just get a little bothered when they when they do throw something like that together last minute. Um, not on a, not any fault of Eddie Kingston or anything like that, but when they do that and they rush a storyline, um, you know the believability really isn't really there. You know, and when the challenger loses like that, when they force something, sometimes you lose a little steam, you lose a little momentum, and I hope that's not the case here because um, I really like Eddie Kingston and what he's capable of doing, um, and they're doing their best to try to give Moxley some credible challengers. There's no question about that, but. There's more. There's more left in the tank there. Fair enough. Well said, Tommy. What'd you think about it? Yeah, no. Like you said hard hitting match. I mean, when they were training slap for slap, I mean that was pretty cool. That was a lot of fun to see. And like we all say, Kingston been really good so far. And like you said, don't hope he hope he doesn't lose anything. You know, any momentum. But the dude's been. I think in the Indies forgot how like over twenty years or something. And yeah, the guy's been there. Plus. Yeah. Major yeah, veteran, so, right? major vet. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. So I mean I hope this leads to bigger and better things for him, but for the match I thought it was very good. Nice. Joey, I know you're a Kingston guy. I know you're a big fan. Um tell us, what'd you think? Did you like that they paid off the story pretty quick? 
were you were you happy with the direction they had to take due to uh, Lance Archer getting COVID? Yeah, I think. Uh, well, first of all, Eddie Kingston just proved that he could be on the main event. It's not. I mean, if it was a question, now we have the answer, at least in my opinion. Uh, I think what they did right was that, or he could ride with that. He never tapped out, and he could still get like they could still flow with that. Like how if they were going to flow with it after Lance Archer, um, like. So he never lost the battle royale. Now he never tapped out. So they can kind of continue it there, and it also shows that he didn't. I don't think he got like the the shit end of the stick here because if he's not so. yeah. get pinned, yeah. he didn't tap out. So he looks tough. Those chops, the trading of chops was insane, dude. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been sold on chops uh, in a long time. I haven't been sold on chops, so um, it was pretty cool. And I even, love, even after you asked Ric Flair for one, that time yeah. you met him? Well, he denied it, so I guess um, we'll, we'll never know. We'll never know. Um, but I think I, I liked or what he did. We? Or maybe we never we get Ric Flair uh, in person on the pod. Um, the promo Eddie cut before the match and how he took shots like at uh, Ambrose. I like that though because he was never there, so he can say shit like that. That's cool. I'm okay with that. But uh, that's true. That's true. And, and he, he did turn them down, too, actually. Yeah, he turned them down, yeah. Because I think they wanted, from what I heard, or maybe you guys had said, they wanted him for a creative, uh, a producer role, like how they did with, like, Abyss and um, and the other guys. So uh, That wasn't me, but I knew that he, there was, I know WWE did want him, and um, obviously he turned them down for, yeah. I don't think he would have worked there. Look at I mean, look at his character. Look how he is. There's just no way that would work yeah. under Vince's umbrella. Someone, <laughs> who's, oh, yeah. someone who's outspoken. He's so believable, though. That's the only thing I believe. Everything that, he's does. really good on the mic. Yeah. Like yeah, he's he really good on the mic. So, so I was I was happy with the match. Though, like Noodle said, though, um, to throw something together like that, we knew he wasn't going to win. So like that's the only thing I hate. Like I don't hate that, but I just like when you go into a match, especially because AEW has been pretty good with like unpredictability, that you don't know what's going to happen. But I just like he knew he was going to win. So yeah. he could have just did a regular match and. That would have been better, but <clears throat> the match itself was great, and I'm, uh, it just shows that Eddie Kingston can, can hang with the big boys. Which is good. Yeah. Which is good. Boys, it's NXT. We start off with a women's battle royal. I know I like to go one at a time, but this has got to be a joint one because sure. it's a pretty big match. Um, women's battle royal. A lot more people they they was in the match than they actually advertised, which I didn't know. I, they were pulling that one of, like, here's your 12, and then we're going to add more to it. Um Candice LeRae is our winner. She will be taking on Io Shirai at NXT TakeOver. Um, Nick, I, I called it to be Shanti. I, I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And she was the last one to be eliminated. So at least I feel good in that regard. <laughs> but Candice LeRae winning. Io Shirai, sign you up. Are you subscribing? Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm a LaSlay all day type of guy, man. So uh, <laughs> I figured, I figured I, you caught, would it be. By, it caught me by surprise, yeah. which is awesome. And, and I think that's one of the, the best things about NXT is they always hit you with a surprise, and they're always looking to push someone new all the time, always giving new opportunities. Um, and I feel like she's been very deserving of it. Um, she's got great backing with Johnny Wrestling in her corner, and uh, I'm excited for her opportunity. And it was a nice surprise. I, I thought so too, and well said. And um, Tom, I, I know. I think did you pick Rhea Ripley last week? I wanted I wanted Shotzi, but I thought Rhea was going to win. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, Rhea had a great showing, but yeah, are you upset that Candice won? I mean, do you like the shot? Do you think it makes sense? Are you on the oh, yeah, no, heel Candice bandwagon? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, ever since she turned heel, I, I thought this was so good for her character. You know, give her something 
more to do because I f- thought her face character was getting a little stale, but no, her as a heel has been awesome. And no, good for her. I mean, like we all said, it was a shock to see, but kind of with Shotzi one, but hey, you know, down the road she'll get another shot. But no, good, happy for Candice. No, I think Shotzi had a great showing, and I think this yeah. is not the last time we're going to see her in a main. Oh, event. Yeah, absolutely not. And it's in a title storyline, so yeah. more to can always see more of Shotzi, as you know what I'm talking about. Joey, <laughs> Candice. The poison I'm pixie. The poison, poison pixie. As our number it. one contender. Yeah, I love it. I'm a big fan of Candace. Uh, I think we all are. Um, it was definitely shocking. I mean, because she had the Tegan Knox storyline going, and then I don't know what's going on with Tegan. I think because she attacked her in the back, but they're promoting that she tore ACL again, which would be horrible. But I don't know if I it's really actually – I don't know if it's true, though, because, like, she attacked her knee in the back. I think they were just – I don't know if maybe they're just – actually i don't know work on the angle i'm not really sure what's going on with that so i hope nothing actually really happened but i haven't seen like a, an official report come out i just saw people tweeting about it um but yeah candace versus eo is gonna be great i i think uh we're gonna we'll get it we'll do our predictions next week for takeover or the week after i forget uh, what the next week is. i think next it week, is yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure but there's a possibility the uh the garganos can come out with gold all around. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well said. Johnny Gargano will be taking on Damian Priest. So yeah, right. the Gargano family will be fighting for the gold. And um, that's going to be interesting. But, hey, next week's episode, we'll definitely talk more about yeah, that. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I thought this was pretty wild, Tom. Tell me how you felt about it. So Fandango has Danny Birch, <laughs> Roddy Strong, Fabian Eichner, and Raul Mendoza in the back trying to figure out who should get the, a number one champion, uh, number one contenders, or excuse me, a championship match and be the number one contender. Um, so he comes up with this wackamania idea, all right? Danny and Roddy versus Fabian and Raul, and the winners of that match will then fight each other to be the number one contenders, and the winner of that match will then take on Breezango. Um, Danny and Roddy ended up winning. They're going to face each other. Undisputed era, Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan. What do you think? How do you feel about this idea of this match? Was this fun? Was it different? Was it just Fandango being Fandango? I mean, I thought it was hilarious. He, was, he looked like he was dressed up as Sherlock Holmes and he had a little British accent. And Regal <laughs> called him out on it. He's like, stop with that. You know, talk, talk regular. But I think a lot of it had to do with, because, you know, unfortunately our friend COVID, you know, kind of ran through NXT again. And I think that screwed up a lot of things this week because I don't, you know, Bobby Fish wasn't there. So I don't know if they're trying to keep, you know, people set, you know, separated. But no, I mean, it was definitely different, you know, but, you know, anything Fandango does, you know, the guy's hilarious. But, no, it was a pretty good idea, and I enjoyed it. I really – it was definitely odd, but, you know, it worked, you know. So, it, it should be fun next week seeing – is it next week they're, they're facing off, I, I think? I, you know what? I didn't see it advertised, but it would make sense, right? It would make yeah. sense that next yeah. week would be the match for the number one contender yeah. to then go to takeover. But, but you yeah, know, yeah, no, I really – no, I thought it was – I thought it worked – under those circumstances, I think it worked very well, so – I think that's yeah, a, cool. such a clever idea for a match, though. I like that. Yeah. 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 I thought very it was, different. too. I was actually very pretty, different. Yeah. yeah. I was pretty forward because then you can kind of see, like, the odd couple-type pairings. And yeah. to be honest, it, I give all four of them credit because none of them look like they, 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 were, they missed a step. Yeah. Yeah, no. Like, yeah. everything was fluid. The match chemistry was fine. I thought it was actually pretty – I'm like, really? Not bad. Can I just say something? And we never – It never gets your show. Fabian Eichner is so underrated, dude. Oh shit! I absolutely love Fabian Eichner. Yeah. I know he's kind of like yeah. a generic look, but he's yeah. a fucking stud. I, I mean, <laughs> one of the more underrated yeah. guys on in wrestling today. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, remember he was a part of the um the Cruiserweight, Cruiserweight Classic, yeah. and honestly, he had some really good matches. The guy can really wrestle for sure. Yeah. 
I love him. Mm-hmm. I love him and uh, what's his name, Marcel Bartel. I love that mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. yeah, Imperium. I know you're an Imperium guy. I know you're a big Walter guy. Um, oh, Walter comes back soon. I'm missing that guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nick, the Archer of Infamy, Austin Theory, two of your guys. I know you're a big yeah. fan of both. All right, um, took on in a really, I thought another really good match for Priest. This time showing his more high spots, fast paced, being able to work with a different type of wrestler, coming out on top, looking strong, building him up. What do you think about the match? Does this hurt Austin Theory losing? And are you still buying into Damien Streak, uh, Damien Priest's stock? Yeah, I'm a, I thought it was a really good match. And um, Priest is really coming into his own. He's evolving week, week after week, um, doing uh, more and different things that you didn't think he was capable of doing. So, that I mean, that's awesome to see his evolution and becoming a much more believable champion and uh, a much higher ceiling for his capabilities. Um, I don't think the loss hurt theory at all. I mean, anytime you lose to the champion, I don't think it's really – too detrimental per se. Cause I mean, he's still a young guy and he's still, you know, working his way to find his niche down there. Um, and I'm really looking forward to Gargano and priest. That's going to be a good one. I cannot wait for that one. Um, Joey, I saved the good one for you, but of course, boys, I want you to jump in afterwards. Yeah. The My bad, Jersey, but time... I, yes, I'm, I'm buying, I am buying the stock by the way. And the, pre, the priest. <laughs> Jersey, before we get into this, I just want to say the match was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, and uh, the way Priest sold like the the battle he just went through afterwards didn't hurt. That's what didn't hurt Austin Theory. I think it's like right. when you show he that made his yeah. presence known that yeah. he was there and he, yeah. he wrestled Austin. He felt that tomorrow yeah. for sure. That's just a little like nitpick. That and a nice, this, a nice Gargano super kick. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is what I wanted to see more of Austin Theory. I felt that he had so much more to do down there. Yeah. And this is what I was talking about when we were saying, hey, do we like the idea of Theory going back down there several episodes ago? Mm-hmm. This is what I want to see more these kind of pairings because no disrespect to some people on the main roster, whether it's just booking, whether it's how they're scripting the match or who the talent is up there, just for some reason, it just, I feel like he, his talent needed to be down in NXT to still work with some people before he got up there. He's a child. The the wrestling, the wrestling style is just very different. 21 years old, right? 22 years old. It's ridiculous. He's got so he's got so much, so much skill and ability. And by the time, you know, another couple of years of seasoning down there, he could really find his his uh, his niche to be to be a star. I really hope so because he definitely has star making potential. Um, Joey, the first time ever eliminator gauntlet match. Now, this I actually liked. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of countdowns. I love the countdown. Mm. I love not knowing what entrant is coming in when. Of course, when you get down to the final one, of course, you know who it's going to be. Yeah. But we have Kushida, Kyle O'Reilly, Bronson Reed, Timothy Thatcher, and your boy, mm-hmm. Cameron Grimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Little moonshine, boy. Um, t- take me through this match as you watched it. How did you feel watching it? Did you think it was a good idea? Do you like these as potential contenders for the for the championship? And Kyle O'Reilly winning. Mm-hmm. Is that credible? So I have many thoughts in this match. First of all, it was fantastic. Uh, the idea of the match was stellar. Um, another uh, original idea. I mean, it's not super original, but original. At, at, it's at it's pretty innovative. Yeah, it's innovative. Yeah. So I like the way they did that, especially when you have so many guys I can go for. You can't just do like a fatal four-way or fatal six-way, whatever you want to call it. Um, but hard-hitting. Dude, some of these bumps these guys take are fucking – it. It's like it's awesome to watch, but it's also like 
you like cringe, like look away. It's like hard. Like some of these, the, a couple of the bumps they took, I thought they were getting injured out there. Um, I know they have like a, a kayfabe injury report that comes out and like apparently Grimes like hurt his leg in one of the spots, but um, happy to see he got the rub towards the end with Kyle. Like they, had the, they, were, they were the final two. Um, Kyle winning to me uh, goes back to me weeks, like maybe two episodes ago saying, I was questioning if he was turning babyface, and like, like er, something's going to happen with him in the undisputed era, and I think it's going to happen. I think something, I the way I feel like Adam Cole, the way he his mindset is like as as his character is like he's even though he says other other things, I think he's the only one that could be heavyweight champion to him, and I feel like he may have something to do with it. I could be thinking way too much, but. uh I'm I'm also worried that they're gonna split them, the undisputed era before they make it to the main roster. Like Adam Cole may go up by himself, and then you still keep Roddy and Bobby down there with Kyle doing his own thing. Um, I'm not sure what's gonna happen, but I'm super excited for like to, not to think too negatively about it. Match is great, and I'm super excited for Kyle and Finn Balor as a match because it's something I didn't expect to see at all. And it's going to be a fucking phenomenal technical match. So it's going to be good. I, I think so. I, I really enjoyed that match. I thought it was exactly what I wanted. And that's what you're supposed to be doing, right? You want to elevate Bronson Reed. You want to elevate Timothy Thatcher and, and Kushida with his new, you know, I guess no nonsense gimmick and yeah. everything that's going on in that match. Cameron Grimes, you know, we let, you know, we mess around with Cameron Grimes can do his thing in the ring. His, his character may not work on the main roster, but it tell it does work down in NXT. So yeah, not everyone has um, to, it's not, I think for some guys, they could stick around there for a long time and like, and have a nice they, career and have a nice career. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy eliminator gauntlet match. Yeah. Tell no, me I mean, it. I mean, awesome that O'Reilly won, you know, it was very cool. And, I don't know if anyone got this kind of vibe, but you know, NX, uh, with um, Undisputed coming down at the end, you know, you know, congratulating them and stuff. I had flashbacks. I mean, I don't think this is gonna happen, but I had flashbacks to when Randy Orton won the title back in the day, and then remember how that all ended. Yeah, evolution. Yeah, I know. So I, know. I wonder if you know that. I'm not saying the same thing's gonna happen, but I mean, it would be pretty interesting, you know, to see you know Adam Cole and the rest turn on him if he if he ends does end up winning the belt. But you know, it'd be very cool. But no. You know, happy for him. Like we said, something different to see. And, like, the match itself was awesome. I mean, everyone – I mean, Thatcher's just awesome. They're all pretty great in there. So, no, a lot of fun, that match. It was. They're building, they're building some people up. And this will we need. We need some more credible contenders for Finn while we wait for um, Karrion to get back and, and mm -hmm. things like that. So, I'm um, sorry, real quick. I don't want yeah. to – just harp on what Tom just said. We don't know the severity of Cross's injury. We don't know how long he's going to be out for, right? So – maybe this is something they can do like where Kyle wins and we don't even, we have no idea. It would suck for Finn for his reign to be that short, yeah. but then they go that route of Kyle versus Cole as yeah. their main event. Cause we, if on the Indies, they've done that, they've actually had an insane rivalry through their whole career. Like they don't address that on WWE cause they're a tandem together, but them back and forth as a tag team and then feuding with each other. Is seriously known by like indie fans, like to address that and have that happen and let let us see that as like a national and a worldwide presence mm -hmm. is something that I think that needs to be done. I thought it would happen at some point other than this, but I like I think this is the way to go about it if you're going to do it. So and Cole wrote on his Instagram, he's like, you know, congrats to my brother. We've been you know family, we've been opponents, you know, and yeah. all that. So maybe this is kind of maybe leading to it, but who knows. Like if it did happen and it would, like I said, it would suck for Finn, but it would also give us like a champion that 
is that needs that maybe that like that kind of push that that exposure because mm-hmm. i think kyle has the ability to be like if like i said if there's they're going to take anyone to do a solo baby face run out of that group it's going to be kyle because i think he's very likable and very mm-hmm. good too so i don't know i'll see what happens yeah no, hey, let's see what happens. But I, I, I love it. I love them already playing the seeds, you know, mm-hmm. giving us and teasing us. This. this is exactly what we're asking for. Yeah. Uh, Nick, if you want to shed a couple, if you have any comments to shed on that, um, eliminate Gauntlet match, Kyle O'Reilly, undisputed. You know, the Kyle O'Reilly thing is really the, the main takeaway from there um, to me. I mean, he's a great technical wrestler, and it, it was awesome to see him have an opportunity to showcase his individual singles run. Um, and it could always tie back to the undisputed era. There's so much stuff that he can do with that. Um, it's going to be amazing to see how it all folds out, unfolds. Um, but I'm really excited to where they can go with that because I love when groups break up and guys, you know, eventually get their own their own path to become a star. That's true because who knew that Seth Rollins would be the could arguably be in, like what he turned out to be when it was the Shield. So yeah, mm-hmm. never know. Really quick before we uh, I give this one back to you, Joey. If Roddy is going to face Danny Birch with Oni Lorcan, who is Roddy's tag team partner going to be if Kyle O'Reilly is going up against Finn Balor? Do you think he's going to tag with Adam Cole? Or do you think Bobby Fish will be back? Just came off the top of my mind. I think, like, I think Fish is the obvious answer, but maybe if Fish is hurt, then, I mean, Roddy and Cole would be great. I think it would be fun. Yeah, I think it would be pretty cool. To see uh, Cole in a tag role, we haven't really seen that much. He's kind of been doing the singles thing most of the time. Right. But... So we can actually kind of actually, I would kind of want to see Cole and, and Roddy kind of tag it up and see what they can do. Yeah. Um, boys, thank you for talking with me. Thank Tuesday you, night, late night, and Wednesday. This was a great time. <laughs> Everybody have a great week. Oh, I'm just kidding. We're not done with the show. Joey, back <laughs> to you. All right. So just before we quickly talk about SmackDown, because we're we're running time here. Um. On Twitter, like I said before, Retribution. I just get live updates here. Retributions are pretty <laughs> active on Twitter, and T Bar had mentioned something about uh, getting offered the contract from uh, WWE and whatever you're talking about that. So Chris Jericho replied to him and said, "Huh?" And then T Bar came back at him. Oh boy! Posted a picture of all the new cases that. Uh, of COVID that were caused because of Chris Jericho's concert and the Fozzie concert and just wrote, huh? And so now we're Whoa. getting a little beef. Whoa. So, oh, listen, like we said before, if you're going to flop on TV, do something on social media, and you might get a cult following behind that. People may respect that, the grunt, like, the, the shots taken on social media. I don't know if he's getting approval. I guess he, like, technically he can, they do whatever they want, uh, retribution. So I guess they have free reign on social media too. I don't know. I just thought it was funny that he's acknowledging AEW talent, which is great. That's, that's how New Day fixed their mess too. You know, they let, they gave him the reins to do whatever they wanted to do and they yeah. fucking made a hit out of it. So we'll see what happens. Again, it's very rough start for retribution, but I guess let it fester and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, SmackDown was fun last night. I know it's very short notice that we uh, we don't have much time to watch it, if especially I work till 12 p.m. So uh, we got to see uh, Alexa Bliss and almost we're getting like full fledged fiend status here. Uh, he showed up during a match on the screen with Lacey Evans, and she turned fucking like that, and she went crazy. She got DQ'd. Um, 
and we saw her as she was walking back to the uh the back there reigns came out and she just fucking grilled the shit out of him it was like really cool man and i don't know what direction they're going with this but they could just keep doing shit like this every week and i'll fucking love it awesome Noodles, mm-hmm. i know you're a big fan uh oh god we don't call you naked noodles for no reason so uh, <laughs> you, you have no you have no idea what my heart was like watching alexa bliss versus lacey evans that way yeah. um hope you took off your apple watch otherwise you would have broke it with your heart rate <laughs> it would have been through the fucking roof it was like i was running at 14 miles an hour uh no it was it was so cool super cool i mean everything bliss does to me is is gold for yeah. more reasons than one um and uh you know, just watching her with the stuff with with the fiend is just super cool, and the way she looked like crazy, and uh, it was wild. And they have so many possibilities with both of them. It's just something to look forward to every single time they're on the screen, and that's what I enjoy when I want to watch wrestling is to be excited for something new that could happen at any moment in time. No, and I think too. they do a great job of that. Yeah, I think uh, SmackDown's been stellar with the the decision making there. Too, so, so awesome. Yeah, so I like the route they're going. That not that I even know the outcome of what's going to happen with Alexa, but. Um, definitely intrigued. Like we said, we brought up possibilities uh, a few episodes ago. Will she eventually start dressing like the fiend and like, oh. wearing a mask? I mean, mm-hmm. I hope not a mask because she's too pretty for that. But. No, but like some sort of makeup <laughs> of some sort, yeah. maybe or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like just a little whatever. She's already start. She's doing the dreadlocks and like you can mm-hmm. see them like coming out. The Abigail, by the way, that she does is to perfection. It is. Yeah, she it's, it's does she do it better than Bray? I don't know. I, I mean, I think she does. I think <laughs> yeah. from from a size point, I think it probably it's probably easier to pull off. Yeah. Um, you know, Bray's, Bray's a pretty big guy as is, and he's trying to do it to another huge person, but yeah. Alexa is flawless with it. I love it. And I'd um, like to take one, to be honest. Yeah, me too. <laughs> just, just, the kiss, just the kiss on the forehead is good <laughs> yeah. enough for me. Um, yeah. Tom, we saw uh, an angry Roman Reigns last night. Mm. Um, we saw him attack Jey Uso. Are we, uh, are we getting the full-fledged heel here now? Are we uh, in full effect? Oh, no, absolutely. And like I tell everyone in the group, I absolutely love what they've been doing with him. We've waited so long for him to turn heel, and we finally got it. And I think on Sunday, after he wins, you know, not a prediction, it's a spoiler. Uh, <laughs> he's going to absolutely destroy him. I don't know what he's going to do, but I just think this is going to be his full-fledged turning heel, and I absolutely love it. And like I said, I've been waiting for it for so long, but it's finally here. here. And I can't wait, and it's going to be a fun ride to see him as a heel for so long. So, yeah, good job, good job of WWE. You know, finally, you know. So, you think we, uh, with the whole uh, the heritage thing and the family stuff, we eventually get him versus The Rock? Is that like the end of the meal here? I think it would be a Could dream. Be. Yeah. It's the ultimate Could payoff <clears throat> has to be Hollywood WrestleMania. Yeah. I'm I'm going backwards in the show, but uh, I kind of just went that order here. Uh, Jersey, just your thoughts on getting a triple threat match before a triple threat match that we're going to see two days later. I don't like it. I never liked <laughs> yeah. it. I don't want yeah. it. Don't. Why are you going to give me everything now? And then, first of all, it's a good match, which that pisses yeah. me off. Yeah, yeah. It, was actually a good, it was actually a good match. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So you're going to rerun it back with some ladders. Now, are we going to get some high spots? Yes. Is AJ Styles the best wrestler on the planet? Yes. Is Jeff Hardy going to jump off a ladder onto Sami Zayn? Yes. Are we going to see all this on Sunday? Most likely. I just, you know, you could just give it. You give me the whole thing on Sunday. You don't have to give it to me now. That's all. Um, just give us a. You can let them like break out in a brawl for like ten minutes. And yeah. That's yeah. All. It was a good match, and now I got to yeah. see it again. But I'm happy. I know we're gonna get some good spots, but just like, I don't want to. I don't want to just see it again. I want them to be able to do what they want to do as a whole. So, not pleased about it. Um, you know, you know me. I'm, I'm not a big fan of getting something and then getting it again two days later. Yeah. In terms of wrestling matches. 
And for SmackDown being so consistently good, I just kind of I know that was a little bit of a letdown because I do love my SmackDown, you know that. Yeah. But you know, at least these three guys, or for Nick, at least two of the guys are top guys, <laughs> and one is the best on the planet. So yes. that's and that's one Sami Zayn. Um, <laughs> before we uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, that was, I was gonna have to kick you off your own show. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, Night of Champions, uh, Night of Champions. Wow, Clash of Champions, Gold Rush on Sunday. Uh, I want to bang through these predictions like we normally do here. Uh, no, no reason why. Just give me your answers. Uh, we'll start off with Noodles. Uh, the pre-show: Oscar versus Selena Vega for the Raw Women's Championship. Probably the easiest one of the call of the night, Oscar. Yeah, I think unfortunately uh, it's going to go the Oscar out pretty quick. Uh, bad news, Oscar. And clean sweepers? Are we giving home? Nobody's to ready for Oscar. <laughs> there you go. Figured, figured as much. Uh, we'll stick with uh, the women here. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus uh, the Riot Squad. Uh, bad news. I'm going to go Nia and Shayna. NJ3. I'd unfortunately say Nia and Shayna, but I'd love the Riot. Mm, me too. Um, I'm going to go Nia and Shayna just because I still think they're in the beginning stages of what they want to do with them. And I still have hope for that. I kind of like what they're doing right now. Uh, yeah, shout out to Riot Squad. Uh, Nikki Noodles. Yeah, I agree with you guys. It's Baszler and Jax. Uh, they, they got some time to go. A lot of easy pre- – I'm looking through the match here. A lot of easy predictions. Maybe a couple yeah. that aren't. Uh, next one, we got uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke versus uh, the falling Lucha House Party, NJ3. Cesaro and Sinsuke, and if you, I swear, if you put those belts on those on on Lucha House, probably I'm gonna fucking riot. Yeah. <laughs> I think we could all agree I'm going with Cesaro and Shinsuke. Uh, Nikki Noodles, uh, same boys, absolutely. And Tom, you're taking Lucha House Party, right? Yes, I am. Not, yeah. No, uh, you know, Tom, Cesaro take your mask and... off. Take the mask <laughs> off. <laughs> no, uh, Cesaro and uh, Nakamura. Okay. Uh, U.S. Championship: uh, Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Cruz. Nikki Noodles. Lashley all day. It'd be yep. bad for business if they went another route here. Business is still booming on that end. Yes. I'm going to stick with Lashley. I mean, <laughs> unless we get a uh, little retribution interference maybe, but uh, I'm going to stick with Lashley. Uh, bad news. Yeah, business is booming and will continue to boom, Lashley. All right. And uh, NJ3. The Hurt Lock will be on Ooh. Apollo. Ooh. God bless I do like that retribution idea, by the way. Yeah. Well said. Definitely could happen. You know, stick with stick with your betting odds, but always throw out the uh, possibilities. It makes you look good, um, just in case it happens. Hedge your bets, people. Uh, <laughs> triple threat. We just talked about uh, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, Sami Zayn for the IC title. Two two titles will be hanging above. Uh, could we have a faulty finish for two titles we grabbed at once? I don't know. Um, NJ three. Who do you got? Um, Jeff Hardy will be the ultimate. Intercontinental champion. I do agree there will be a spot though where there's gonna be hands on both titles, but they'll be in the air. They won't be off on the ground. Okay. I know Sammy just won uh this match that we had last night, but I think sorry noodles that I think Sammy's gonna come out on top here. Nikki Noodles, you're next, sorry. You know, it it just it, it disgusts me to say it, but I I had Sammy Zayn as the winner Whoa. up until up, and, up until up until last night. Okay. And okay. once they oh did that, it, it, it turned the corner for me, and I agree full-fledged with Jersey. Jeff Hardy is the guy going forward. All right. Uh, and bad news. I'm going with Hardy simply because I think maybe Mr. AJ Styles might be going to Raw in, a, in the future. So that's why I'm going with Jeff Hardy. 
Okay. Oh, it's the house that he built, though. He built that. House. Yeah, I don't know. I just have a feeling. Oh, Raw sucks. All right. <laughs> the Hurt Business will handle it. They'll make it better. The Hurt Business will make Raw better. <laughs> they may need AJ. Who knows? Yeah. Um, a lot more than that. SmackDown, <laughs> SmackDown Women's Championship. We got Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Uh, we'll do bad news first here. I'm going Bailey. Waiting off for the whole Sasha payoff. Yeah, definitely. I think I'm going Bailey as well. NJ3. Heal Bailey. <laughs> Heel Bailey is good Bailey. Uh, Nikki mm-hmm. Noodles. Bailey. Bailey. I like my Bailey's wet. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then we're in the top championship matches here. Drew you missed Mac- one, though, Joe. I think you missed a tag match. Did I? Street Profits. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Wikipedia is weird. Street Profits versus uh, Andrade Angel Garza. Uh, Nikki Noodles, since you said it, you go first. I'm going with the new tag team champions. Whoa. Andrade and Garza. Some may say they dropped the dead weight in Selena Vega, even though she left them. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Garza and uh, Andrade as well. I think their time is up now. Uh, NG three. You know I love me some Andrew Garza, my man. He's gonna be having some gold on the Gold Rush. The Gold Rush. Bad news. Make it a sweep, Angel and Andrade. Okay, good. I like it. All right, now to the main events here. Uh, and a. <clears throat> Singles match for the WWE Universal Championship: Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. This is a uh, pretty uh, might be lock of the night here. Uh, bad news. Yeah, going uh, Jake. No, I'm kidding. Going uh, going Roman all the way. <laughs> Sticking with Roman as well. Nikki yeah. Noodles. The biggest lock in wrestling history, Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting a, a good match, though. But I hope mm-hmm. so. I hope yeah. so. I hope. I hope absolutely. I hope, yeah. No, I hope Mr. Definitely. Uso gets a gets a good showing for himself. I really do. Yeah. He deserves the that. time. The time and effort they're putting into video packages and stuff. I think it's worth a a, a 25 minute match there. Yeah. Um, definitely. Three. What do you got? The Primal Chief Champion, Roman Reigns. Ooh. Uh. <sighs> and then. Uh, one that this is, I think, the, for me, the toughest pick of the night, uh, the ambulance match. Yes. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. I'm going to go first here. Um, I'm going to go with Drew. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's ready to leave, but I think the possibility of Drew losing is bigger than ever because mm-hmm. it's just, a wonky match. Anything yeah, can happen. Anything could happen. So yeah. I'm sticking with Drew, but wouldn't be surprised if Randall K- Keith Orton walked away oh. as uh, – 14 or 15 15 time champion i believe yeah 15 believe. hey guys my prophecy is still in effect here we can get that uh that battle for 17 at wrestlemania between triple h randy orton and uh john cena so don't don't ever forget it i said it here first <laughs> and rick flair <clears throat> rick flair is a special guest referee yeah, yeah. Um, and j3 who I we got we're, i forgot we're playing wwe 2k21 i forgot we're playing that game um we're going drew mcintyre and this will be the end of this feud so drew can move on and randy will probably go on vacation with uh kim Orton. okay fair uh nicky noodles I want Drew to win, but I am going with Randy Orton. Ooh. I think I think we're gonna have a little retribution payback on Mr. McIntyre for Monday night, oh. and I think or, when McIntyre gets his run back, it will be in front, finally in front of people, and he's gonna get his his long overdue and respect. I like that idea. Orton, Orton have Drew against retribution. I, I love your thinking. Good job. <laughs> oh, and then you can get nah, never mind. Let's not go that far. Uh, bad news. What do you got? Yeah, I was going back and forth, and I literally just flipped a coin. So I'm going. I'm going with Drew on this. <laughs> okay, there you go. The, the ambulance match definitely, 
yeah. definitely doesn't doesn't hurt Drew if he loses either. Yeah. So yeah, it, it definitely makes so. it makes it okay. <clears throat> um, I know it wasn't on the note sheet here, but it's an easy thing to think of off the top of your head. Uh, we got MVP of the week here. Uh, bad news. Who do you got? Who's your MVP? MVP retribution. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Slap Jeff. MVP. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe Roman Alexa. Go with those two. Okay. Yeah. And J three. Which one? You want one or both? I go both. What the hell? Oh, Tom makes the rules. <laughs> okay. Cool. Kyle O'Reilly. He is the yeah. number one contender yeah. in NXT. My man is the MVP this week. And J three. I mean, uh, Nikki Newells. My apologies. Candice LeRae. Mm. Okay. Nice. I'm gonna go with uh, Ben Carter. Oh. Ben Carter. Little, little left field hey. there. Gotta give my left AW. You guys always go WB, so I'll give my left AW. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I've been, I've been given kidding. everything. I can. Uh, but yeah, the showing he had on uh, on Late Night Dynamite was fantastic. His uh, the outpour for him on on social media was fantastic. So I think he has a lot of stock behind him, or should have going forward after he gets better from COVID. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Ben Carter. My new shout out there, and shout out to Wardlow. Don't forget. <laughs> Guys, uh, episode 23 in the books. Uh, thank you for joining us. Hope everyone has a great week, great weekend. Enjoy uh, Clash of Champions Gold Rush. Check us out anywhere you can download podcasts. And we are, again, the real Wrestling Journal podcast. Don't you dare forget it. Uh, be safe. Take care. Watch pro wrestling. Peace.